Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. Your health challenge, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it. You felt alone, hey, it's no Jen. one to go. And today in the United States of America, it is called Thanksgiving. And so I thought I would talk about 10 things to be thankful for when you have a chronic illness. Now, I know that a lot of you are thinking, oh yeah, please come on, not one of these again. But we're not talking about like fake positivity here, okay? We're talking about really what can we be thankful for? And the first one is rest. Your body is telling you to rest, so listen. And this is a good time to get over that guilt about the fact that you're laying around, laying around all day, whatever. I hate air quotes. And why do I do them? I don't know. Um, But seriously, take this time that your body needs to rest and rest. You're being given a gift, okay? A lot of moms don't get to rest. And I know the more you rest, more things pile up on the outside. But try when your body is like, you have to rest now to just enjoy that rest, okay? Number two is a huge one for me. It's time with your family. So since your body has decided that you're going to be having all this rest and you're horizontal, use that time, okay? You're going to have to sleep extra part of that time. But when you're awake and still are like, just can't really get up a lot, you can color, you can paint, you can play board games, you can do all these things with your family that you might not have taken time. If you were running from here to there and this practice and that practice and all these classes or whatever outside with your kids and extracurriculars, easy for me to say, um, you wouldn't have all this time to do all that. So definitely. Now, the third thing is going to sound kind of weird and it's you can have a chance to get healthier where you can. Now, what does that mean? Because obviously you're not feeling well, right? But you've got extra time now. So you can study like not study like hours and hours, but you know, you can learn how can I make myself healthier? You can decide to eat healthier. You can decide to, you know, do the things that are going to make you feel a little bit better. And you've got time now to learn a little bit more about what that means. Okay. And number four also might sound weird, but you also have time to move. Now, what I do not mean is going and running marathons. Although if your health challenge is one that allows you to run marathons, Dude, you go for it because we've got people in the audience that can run marathons and there's people that cannot get out of their wheelchair. So there's all different kinds of of ways you can move. So for me, when I'm feeling really rough and my body hurts, what I'm doing now is I'm choosing to move. If I can't get out of bed, sorry, I'm yawning. I'll do little arm lifts or leg lifts or just stretch. My hands keep wanting to curl in. Um, I don't know if it's part of the muscular dystrophy or what. My muscles are getting tired. So I'm stretching my hands like I just work on stretching. And you've got time when you're you're resting to do that. All right. And number five, this is is one of the harder things that turns out being good in the end. And it's that you find out who your real friends are. Because they're not all going to stick around. And I'm not going to lie, some of your family isn't either because they feel like it's so hard and they might feel like it's unfair that they shouldn't have to deal with your illness or they can't watch you like that or whatever. And some of them are going to leave and, you know, we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say, well, maybe they just loved us so much. They had a hard time dealing with it. Um, Maybe they just weren't nice people. I don't know, but you, your real friends will stick around and you will gain more. I promise it 
It might not seem like it right now because it's hard. Okay. And number six is you can join the Hardy Mom community because the Hardy Mom community, we have a group on Facebook. It's called Hardy Moms. Used to be chronically positive moms, but that's a mouthful to spell. And I also have a private group. I'm working online. I had a bit of a heart attack and a stroke and was in the hospital for a few months, not for a few months, but over the course of a few months. And that kind of fell by the wayside. I'm not going to lie because you've got a thing, a health challenge. You know what it's like. We don't always get to do what we want to do, but I am building that back up. And that is going to be the sweet spot once we get to it. So jump on into the Facebook Hardy Moms group, even if you feel like I do about the Facebook. And um, I know I said the Facebook like an old person. I did that on purpose. Um, just trying to make you smile while you're listening to this. Um, so six is join the Hardy Mom community. Seven, things get put in perspective. <laughs> oh my goodness. Things that you thought were so important before. Am I right? Oh, like this has to be perfect. And that has to be perfect. And I have to be able to do this and that and look like this and look like that. And all of a sudden you realize, dude, if I've showered in the last two days, I'm looking good, right? So it just takes your perspective off of those more superficial things, um, off of a lot of things that we really thought we couldn't live without before and puts it to what is really, 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 really important like right now. Okay. Um, that was seven, eight family. You don't feel so well. You might not have all that kind of energy or you might need a little bit of assistance. You're going to give your family the opportunity to help you out. Whew, this doesn't always feel like something to be thankful for. But, you know, have you ever had someone you just loved so much and no matter what they went through, you would be there and you're like, I'll be there. And maybe they got their wisdom teeth taken out or they broke an arm or they did whatever. And you were there and you were spoon feeding them soup and you were doing all this stuff. And it just you just felt so good and so warm inside and and loving. Just it just felt good to give to them and make them feel good. Well, you have the opportunity to make people to give people the gift of doing those kinds of things for you. And I know we're, we're full of pride. We don't want to admit we need help or whatever, but you can give someone the gift of helping you. And you got to think about that for a little while. Because when my husband started not feeling well this past November, or it is November now, January, so it's been about 10 months ago. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, he did not like me helping. He did not like it at all. And I was like, but you've been taking care of me for so many years. And did it? I don't have feel- an answer for that. Well, Sari didn't have an answer for that. Um, but I said, you know, did it feel good for you to take care of me? And he said, yes. And I said, well, then, you know, let me have that gift. And it does feel good when I get a chance to take care of him back. So you're giving them that. And the last thing is strength. Before this happened, you may have felt like you were so strong. Like maybe you did run marathons and and hiked mountains and did all that stuff and you can't now. Or maybe you didn't do a lot of stuff before and you never knew why it was because you were really sick. Or you had some diagnosis or whatever. But I'm going to tell you something. You are stronger than you ever thought. Okay. I've got a friend, Nikki. Oh my gosh. I am the biggest fan girl for Nikki. She was my first interview episode two. You should listen to that for real. She is, was a horse trainer 
and she was a web designer, a homeschooling mom. She's done so many amazing things. She speaks all over the place and she's legally blind. Now, some people could say, well, I'm blind. I can't do any of that stuff, but she didn't. Right. And so look at the strength and the tenacity that she must have to have done those things. It is making me teary right now. And I just, I know her, I'm in a weekly group with her. I talked to her once a week and she is such an inspiration. And we find that we can do the things we never thought someone could do with our challenge, but we can. And once you get past the initial shock, you're going to be able to do it. And so those are the 10 things to be thankful for when you have a chronic illness and let me know what you think of them. I know that they are a little bit different, some of them, but it's so true. And really, it can be so easy to be a glass half empty person when you have a diagnosis or several diagnoses or a serious diagnosis that can alter your lifespan. You know, I mean, it's intense what some of these things can do. But if you focus on all those negatives, you're either not going to get better, you're going to get better very much slower. But if you focus on the positives, you laugh every day, you think about the positive things, legit positive, not fake positive, you know what I mean? You are going to feel better. You are. Now, is it going to completely heal you? Am I promising whatever? I'm not, but you're going to feel better in the process. And so is everyone around you knowing that you're going to be okay. All right. So find what your things are. Let me know. You can email me contact at hardymom.com or Go to hardymom.com and click that contact and let me know, what are you thankful for? Because I am thankful for you and I genuinely care and I want to know. I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I'm here for you. Tips and tricks here that will help you. There's advice from experts and interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too with the Hardy Mom Podcast. Yeah, I'm here for you.